I'm going to say the one thing that's frowned upon as a mother, and that is I feel more like myself when I'm working than I do as a mother. My beautiful child came into my world when I was 36. I just clicked over 12 months of running my business and was naive to think I could handle having an extra human in my world, let alone the change that would come for me personally and without warning. I love my son like I've never experienced love before, but my work, it fills me up like nothing else. And at times I hate how much guilt I feel. Let me explain. I'm Amy Bajada, CPA by trade, not in nature now financial coach to businesses globally. The Boring Shit You Need to Know in Business podcast was created with business owners and aspiring business owners in mind. It's a way to bring you simple yet effective business strategies, explore the art of being in business, and challenge the notion that our financial numbers are boring. If you're looking to improve your profitability, increase your cash, and grow your business, you're in the right place. Join me and other business owners as we discuss the boring shit you need to know in business. I know I'm not alone when I use the term mum guilt. I'm not even sure how I feel about the term itself. When I say the words, it feels as though they have a place in my world, almost like a right to be there because I now have this title of mum. But I don't think those words have a right to be there because it shouldn't be implied that we should feel a certain way because of one of the roles we play in our world. But no matter how much I have tried to reframe it, no matter how much I have convinced myself that this feeling doesn't belong in my world, there it is. I can't shake it. Before I had my son, I never felt guilty about anything, especially my career. My career path was something that I was sure of from a very early age, and I wasn't going to apologize for the time and dedication I gave to it. Can I say that relationships didn't suffer because of it? No, I can't, because they did. My first husband and I fought over having kids for years, but it wasn't something that was in my plan. And at that time, I thought it was just a timing issue. But turned out, after the marriage ended, I was convinced kids probably weren't going to be in my future at all. And I was perfectly happy about that. I loved my career, and that was what I nurtured. It's in this space that I feel the most alive, Here where I get to do what I love every single day. I feel purpose. I feel the most confident. So when I found out I was pregnant, against all medical odds, as my doctor at the time put it, I rationalized that this had to be. Despite my plan, and I'm a big planner, a child was now going to be part of it. Did I slow down? No. I remember the day I was scheduled. Yes, my friend, scheduled to give birth. Full transparency. I was ready to have a baby, not because the baby was telling me it was time, but because I was around the due date and I was just ready to get on with it. My doctor assured me that there was no reason we couldn't induce the baby, so I scheduled it in. I had a client meeting that morning. I arrived in heels as I did and did my thing. When asked when I was due, I simply said this afternoon. This was met with shock and haste by my client, but I myself was calm. I didn't know at the time that this calmness was my way of convincing myself that, you know what, nothing's going to change because I had my plan and it was going to be okay. My plans always worked out. Then I met my son and everything about this moment forward was anything but part of the plan, despite me trying so hard for it to be. And that was okay for a while. With a slight adjustment of my business strategy, I was back at work within a month of giving birth 
and everything seemed balanced until it didn't. I don't do things half-assed and this was no exception. I wanted to know everything about him, about the life we were now having together, but didn't know how I was going to have room for it all. I needed to run my business. I loved running my business. It's where I felt the most normal. It's all I knew. How was I going to do that and this all at the same time? Instagram fucked that one up for me. My life looks nothing like these mums running businesses and juggling it all. It's anything but. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be like everyone else. And I understand what I see is censored. It just lulls you into a false sense of security when you're your most vulnerable and you're tired and you're scrolling. And besides, I wasn't like anyone else. My experience was my own. My son had a stroke at six months old that I would go on to spend the first two years of his life averaging every nine days at the children's hospital. For him to only then receive a diagnosis of autism, not a problem, but the path since continues to be six monthly visits to the children's hospital, continued discussions of more surgeries and weekly therapy appointments. My beautiful chaotic plan, but it works. Laptop in hand every step of the way for the last 10 years now. I recall my grandmother once telling me that I could have it all and she meant it, but she quickly followed this advice up with having it all meant that one thing would suffer at different points in time and that I would feel the strain of suffering that all the time. It didn't take me long to realize what she meant, that I would need to split my attention to where my attention was needed and that when I wasn't there paying attention, that part of my life would suffer, my son included. But I would have the biggest challenge of them all and that was that mum guilt. So I try to work with it as best I can doesn't always work that way. Life makes sure of that. To do so, I compartmentalize my life in a way that makes sense. Sounds so fucking clinical, but it's a plan. And I know plans work. My day consists of rising early, anywhere between 3 and 5 a.m. It's not ideal for most, but it works for me. It's in these moments that I am unapologetically business-based. Until about 7 a.m. when it's time to wake my son for school. Then I switch to what he needs. I'm mum. Lunches, breakfast, morning chats, daily run-throughs to help him negotiate what the day will look like. He loves structure like me. I'm not sure whether he gets it from me or whether it's just an associated autism trait that he has, but we work together to make it work. After school drop-off, work mode again for as long as I can, structuring my client work during these times. The headspace and clarity is there. It's productive and focused and I love it. I come alive, I really do, so much so that I have to set an alarm to remind me of school pickup. No apologies, it works. Then I'm on for my son and my family for a few more hours, focused on them until it's work time again. This is where I work on my business rather than in it, because let's be honest, what business owner is gonna to wanna to start discussing numbers with me at 9 p.m.? But oh my goodness, it's a productive time for me. I could work for hours with the same energy enthusiasm as if it was 7 a.m. But I know that doesn't bode well for my time with my family the next day. And then starts the cycle of guilt. This is just what is going on in my own mind. Then you have all the external expectations bestowed upon you as a woman and as a mother to just be available. Even as I'm talking now, there's this pang of guilt at the very thought of not being available. But does that make it right? 
What if I'm not available because I have something I need to do? And if it's got nothing to do with my child or my family, is it a need? Do we have the luxury of even saying that out loud? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have the luxury, or should I say the right? But I often question, do we, really? Not enough, unfortunately, in my world. The reality is I have an extremely supportive partner when it comes to my business. Whilst the hours I keep are desirable for the most part, he appreciates what I am doing to balance this for our family and our personal plans. I know that this is all me, but every day I'm getting better at managing this. Not always perfect, even 10 years down the track, but I know this is important, not only for myself, but so as to educate my son on the importance of boundaries and respect. And of course, the human side of his mother and learning that his needs aren't any more important than anyone else's. I choose to demonstrate that he may one day need to understand this of other females in his world and support the balance needed to remove the mum guilt from those who rely on him to do so. Perhaps even educate his own children on the importance of this. So for now, I want a better way of describing this feeling. I will not feel guilty. I will manage my time and work to boundaries and continue to support my needs and direction, regardless of title. Whilst I'm a mum, I'm also a kick-ass businesswoman on a path of my own success. And along the way, I'll keep this amazing human alive and filled with the knowledge he is loved. With that said, I have a glass of wine waiting for me. No guilt. It's my turn. Stay well, my friend. To learn more about the boring shit you need to know in business, head to my website, www.amybajada.com.au forward slash podcast, where you will find all my latest and greatest podcast episodes for you to enjoy. To be notified of new podcast episodes when they become available, be sure to hit that notification where you're listening to this podcast. Stay well, my friend.